Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is the Emmy-winning Akiva Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. Psyched to get into this. I thought people responded well to the best players. Uh, do you have any results, by the way? Do we have any results from the... Our tiebreakers? Our yeah, tiebreakers? I'll, I'll get to that. But but are you just uh, yada yadding over the best part? Akiva, you won an Emmy. I think like, so. Actually, actually, like not a joke. I think I did win an Emmy. Um, I don't know exactly how it works. My name is on the <laughs> list of people who won Emmys. I wasn't mm-hmm. told that, like, and then I, I went to search and and I'm like, control left my name, and it showed up twice. So I guess I was nominated for two, two. Emmys. It gave us a two. T- oh, a one <laughs> well, win, one I nomination. Only won, yeah, one. Yeah, but the oh. one they won. What do you mean they? Like, you you mean we? Get your pronouns. We correct. yes, the one yeah. we won. Sure. Yeah. The one I won was yeah. um, no. Don't like be the... don't, don't be modest. So you you work as everyone knows uh, every few years for the NBC for the Olympics, yeah. And and you know and the NBC Olympics won. What was the Emmy that they won? It was the main one. It's like the best live special or something. It's like the it's the last award they give out of the night. It's like best picture. Is it, it's for the opening ceremony or for the Olympics as a whole? Olympics, I believe the Olympics as a whole, not the opening okay. ceremony. Okay, but 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 you're most like they were up against the Super Bowl, which ironically was literally when we had both of them on our network. Although I did not contribute to the Super Bowl, I was at the, doing the Olympics. Well, you're World's, better than it, the Super Bowl, right? The Super Bowl is Su- an Emmy loser. Yeah, that's true. Uh, beat yeah. the Super Bowl, the World Series, Field of Dreams game. I think last year the Field of Dreams game won because it was like the first one, but now it's like I guess. Done. Okay, and can we hear your acceptance speech now? Yeah, I I I. Uh, you know, I I never knew I would win an Emmy, and um, I, I once said that. Uh, la, you know, la, la, la 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 la. That's your playoff music. <laughs> okay, I guess that's it. <laughs> no, 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 keep going, keep going. Imagine Sorry. if everyone, because I think like a thousand people are on the list, a few hundred people St- are on the list. Stop selling yourself short. Okay. So I wonder. Imagine if everyone got to give a speech. How funny that ceremony would be. Yeah, but, uh, I think you guys are not the prime time, but you're the uh, like the the extra dinner like the week before. I mean, that's what like it is, lunch, right? Yeah, the uh, the yeah. sports Emmys, the daytime Emmys, the yeah. local Emmys, like, they're all... Now, now, the baller move for you to do is get that list of a 1,000, find out sort of exactly where you rank, and then lobby for the cutoff to be one spot below you. So, like, if you're, like, the 561st person on the list, contact mm-hmm. your boss and say, listen, everybody, like, at this point down, they really... What if no stuff. one is below <laughs> me on that list? If you're a dead last? Okay, so then, uh, yeah, then you take it. Take mm-hmm. it and you run all the way to the bank. All right, so congratulations, Akiva. That is very exciting. Thank you. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, so uh, so what we're doing now is uh, go yeah. back if you haven't listened to – we did the player of the year from every year. Alex and I gave it out 1983 to Hold 20. On. Yeah, so before we get to the new topic, let's let's catch up with the tiebreakers from last time. Okay. So last time, as you were saying, we chose – you and I went back and chose the best – uh, the most deserving person for athlete of the year for every year since the year we were born. And we were obviously doing a better job than the Associated Press or Sports Illustrated. And then for a bunch of years, you and I disagreed. And so we, we posted on social media. We said, hey, listen, listeners, you can vote. Tell us who deserves to win. Um, so should we announce the official winners based on um, based on the poll of 79 listeners responded, I think? Sure. Yeah, that's a lot. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, we start with 1983, where you said uh, Martina Navratilova. Navra Tolova, I said Cal Ripken, and Navra Tolova wins uh, by nine percent. So congratulations, Navra Tolova, you are the. You're not even getting that. You're not even close to the last name there. To, to Martina. Yeah, Navra Tolova. Okay. All right, whatever it is. Okay, we're moving on uh, to easier names to pronounce. The next year, '84, uh, you proposed Wayne Gretzky. I proposed Carl Lewis, and Wayne Gretzky wins in a rat with this one, sixty to forty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, good job uh, by you. You're winning two nothing if it's a competition between the two of us, which I guess uh, we'll, we'll make it one since we started that way. Eighty six. Uh, I took Larry Bird. You took Mike Tyson. You won this one fifty three to forty seven, mm-hmm. which is very silly. Bird had one of the best season of his career, one of the best seasons ever. So, listeners, uh, you guys are not doing a good job here, but that's fine. Uh, Akiva is now winning three to nothing. Uh, Nineteen eighty eight. You took Steffi Graf. I took Oral Hershiser. And Steffi wins 53 to 47. So this is an Akiva sweep, by the way. It's not 4 nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 1990, um, you took Michael Jordan. I took Mark Messier. And you won this one on a route 59 to 41. Okay. All right, so that's Michael Jordan uh, with another one over there. Uh, 1993, I took, um, you took Michael Jordan. Excuse me. I took Emmett Smith. And this is a massive blow at 83 to 17. Uh, people are are too much, I think, in a modern mindset in terms of running backs not mattering. Emmitt Smith won two Super Bowls in one year. So uh, that's that's dumb. Um, and, and the MVPs and everything. So, But whatever, you win that one as well. So Akiva, you're now, what, what are you, one, two, three, four, five, six and oh, yeah, your picks over my picks. Uh, uh, bad job by Akiva. Yeah, here comes the Chester comeback though. 94, I took Steve Young, you took Hakeem. Steve Young wins 62 to 38. So a pretty big blowout there. Uh, 1995, um, I I took Emmett Smith. You took Brett Favre. Football on football matchup. And this time Emmett Smith wins 67 and a half to 32 and a half. So blowout for, for Emmett Smith there um, in 1995. Um, I guess it's now six to two if we're keeping score. Uh, 1996, uh, I took Michael Jordan. You took Mario Lemieux, 78 to 22. Uh, absolute destruction for Jordan. So uh, six to three, I'm uh, doing a little bit of a catch up here. Uh, 1997, I took Michael Jordan. You took Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan wins 58 to 42. So Jordan now collectively, you each gave him four wins, but I think collectively he's going to have five or six since in all the tiebreakers, the listeners are taking him in both sides. By the way, you got the first six. I got four in a row. So it's actually tightening up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1998. Um, I took Terrell Davis. You took Mark McGuire. You won 59 to 41. So you stopped my run. You're now up seven to four. Um, then we agreed a bunch of years in a row. We get to 2002. In 2002, um, I took Barry Bonds. You took Serena Williams. 
and Barry Bonds wins 76 to 24. So uh, seven to five is your lead now. In 2003, you took Carmelo. I took Tim Duncan. I destroy you 81 to 19. All of a sudden, you're up six nothing. All of a sudden, it is seven to six, Akiva. Are you getting nervous? Wow. Very nervous. Yeah, you are. You were better in the 80s, apparently. Uh, 2004, uh, you took Barry Bonds. I took Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps wins 75 to 25. So now it's seven to seven. I have come back uh, trailing by a touchdown. I have now tied you at seven to seven. Uh, 2005, I took Lance Armstrong, but it was kind of tongue in cheek. You took Tiger Woods. Um, you win 68 to 32. Uh, but uh, that Tiger Woods is actually who I would have taken, but I was taking Lance Armstrong to make a point about how shitty 2005 was. But nevertheless, uh, it's your win. So you're up eight to seven. 2009, uh, you took LeBron and I took Serena and LeBron wins. 57 to 43. So you're up nine to seven now. Uh, 2010 is um, you took Tom Brady. I took Rafael Nadal and Nadal wins over there. 71 to 29. So it's now uh, nine to eight Akiva. Mm -hmm. um, where are we? At? Okay. Then we agreed a bunch of years in a row. Wait, can I complain about something? Yeah. Complain. My kids wanted to watch the state cup final, which is like the FA cup. Oh, I saw you asking the patron chat who has a link and, to the stream, right? Um, That's not on TV in Israel. I don't have TV. I don't have like a cable, local cable. Oh, okay. So, um, and normally you could get the games, but I guess because it's not a league game, it's like not, you know, whoever like would provide it, just it's not the same thing. So um, you couldn't get it. So I'm, and I'm already like, it's, it games at 830. So that's such a late night. It's a school night. I just checked the score. They're in the 18th minute of first stoppage time. The fans like lit the field on fire when the game why. started. So... Um, why did the fans do that? I, I think it's just a very rowdy environment. Um, and anyway, so it doesn't look great for the kids going to sleep anytime soon. 18th minute. Oh, because oh, 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 you're in letting the first... them stay up. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, I got it. Well, okay. maybe only for the first time. 18th minute stoppage time in the first half. I've never even heard of that before. Yeah. Certain point, you got to pause the game. Soccer people. So is, is what are the rules if like they're fighting or whatever? Like they just. I mean, they clear the debris or whatever from the field, but they I guess they let them play. So, Akiva, you'll break in uh, with an update of if anyone scores in, in the 5,000 hours of extra time that they have. All right, let's just finish our, our recap. So I think uh, you're up nine to seven in our disagreements. We get to 2016 when I took LeBron. You took Simone Biles and LeBron wins uh, 68 to 32. So now it's nine to eight. Uh, 2018, you took um, Michaela Schifrin. I took Mookie Betts. And Mookie Betts wins 55-45. Uh, so now it's 9-9, nine to nine, Akiva. I've come all the way back again to tie you a second time. Wow. Uh, 2019, you took Kawhi Leonard. I took Patrick Mahomes. The crowd prefers Mahomes 65-35. So 10-9, to nine, I take my first lead. Um, and then uh, in 2021, you took Brady. I took Djokovic. And uh, Brady won. So we're tied at 10-10. to 10. And then last year, um, I took Patrick Mahomes. You took Shohei Otani who couldn't even win AL MVP, but does win here 56-44. So you are winning 11 to 10 at our tiebreakers. So congrats, Akiva, on edging me there. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, having established all of the official 32 fans, athletes of the year, we are now going to go back to 1983 and determine the team of the year for every year since we were born. Correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, so let's, let's jump into it. Let's go back tonight. And just as an FYI, the ESPYs do have an award for team of the year. The ESPYs... You know what? I meant to check that and I forgot. Okay. Actually. So I, I have it. I'll tell you the first of all, it only started in 1993. Also the yep. ESPYs take place on the day after the MLB all-star game every year. Right. Yep. Yes. And so it's, they do it in the middle of the summer. So their years are off. They're basically doing everything through. They're doing it the previous year and then the current year's championships only in in basketball and hockey so they're right. they're, so, they're, they're yeah. kind of off and, and we're doing calendar year and you and i had a whole debate offline what are we doing for football which year are we considering it to be and you mm-hmm. said we have to determine this before in order to go forward and i refused i said let's fight about it on the podcast yeah you'd rather do it the bad way um i didn't say which way i'd rather do it i said i want to fight with you so i am going to do it um the year you won the championship for the most part so that's um in, in basketball, hockey, and baseball. The NFL, it's the year the primary part of the season was played. So, uh, okay, so the, the regular season. Yeah. And obviously college football regular season. Yeah. Now, now, you know, one of the things that I focused on, like with the Emmett Smith nominations, for example, is in a year where a player had a sandwich, in other words, or a team, which means in January, they won the Super Bowl. And then the next season from September to December, they had a very good season. And then the following January, the season from that year, but the Super Bowl, the count, they won another Super Bowl. Well, in a sandwich year, it almost doesn't matter which one you prefer. Either way, that team is dominant, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'll notice we have we have four sandwiches, which means a team that won back-to-back Super Bowls um, in our era. And so, uh, yeah, there, there's four. And I will uh, not yet say whether, or if so, how many of those four uh, are my picks. But let's start in 1983. Uh, the, uh, Akiva, okay, who do you have in 1983 as your... Uh, team of the year okay so uh first of all i'm also curious you know there's let's say the four major sports plus college football and college basketball i'm curious how often if ever you went outside that um those six mm-hmm. we did a pretty good job honestly i think even you who's less of a smaller sports fan than me of finding golfers and tennis players and and you know and and uh skiers or whatever in the in the um, by by player um, rankings and the athletes of the year, I, I think there's going to be a little bit more meat and potatoes in the team of the year. That's my opinion. Okay. I, I can tell you without telling you, obviously, all my picks. You want, I can tell my breakdown by sport. You want me to do that? No, 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 no. OK, Let's, but I will say I have 12 winners who are not in the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball or the NHL. Oh, but that includes college sport. Yeah, I, I have 10 college and then two uh, other professional leagues. Oh, OK, so. great. Yeah. Um, or, or, all right. Okay. So 83, just to tell people, won um, the uh, Orioles won the World Series over the Phillies. Mm-hmm. The Islanders won the Stanley Cup, the last mm-hmm. of their four. Did mm-hmm. not have 100 points that season. Uh, the the You know what's weird about college football? And I, I remember this from when I started following 
very frequently in the 80s and 90s, like the champion would have like one loss at one tie. It was very strange. Now it's rare. In college make, you football, know, you mean? Yeah, in college football. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the, the things, rate, so what I did yeah. in college football is you had to be undefeated to even qualify as a candidate for me. Right? I thought that, but one one team does get considered in a weaker year for me. But okay. I, I agree. I think and, and, and in general, metric. there's two different ways you can approach this, um, which and like Cal Ripken, uh, from a player perspective, winning in 95 is an example. Are you going with the biggest narrative of the year? Or, 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 or I tried to do the best team. I tried to do the team. And so what I mean is like the most narrative, like there's dramatic winners, but part of the reason for that drama and his, as historical and significant as it might be is because the team wasn't that good necessarily. Right. Right. Like uh, for 83 is Jimmy Valvano's NC state winning uh, the NCAA tournament, which is extremely famous. We see the video of him running around every single year, but a 26 and 10 team by no standard was the best team, even in their right. sport. If you're going by yeah. story, it's probably that's yeah. that NC state team is probably the winner. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the- yeah. So for, for me, like college football, you got to be undefeated and you had to be basically number one, most of the season and have yeah. a dominant, you, like you couldn't, like if you were like not undefeated or if you only were, unde- or if you were undefeated, but you were never sort of number one in the country until after your final bowl, it's going to be hard right. for you to make it. I agree. Uh, Miami baseball is the team. That if you year. didn't win 100 plus games, same kind. You got to be dominant. Uh, Hockey, you can't yeah. be. You got to be like the best team in the league and win the cup, which is very hard. Yeah. In most points, most yeah. points and cup or close yeah. to it. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So 83, I have the 76ers as my team. Um, they only lost one playoff game. Fo They were four fo fo. They uh, except it was oh, uh, it was uh, zero one zero. They lost one game to the Bucks. Yeah. Um. Just a dominant team. They won 65 games. You know, his, you know, the, the kids don't realize because the Sixers, you know, uh, haven't haven't been in the finals or they have, haven't won since. But uh, this was a great team with uh, Moses and Dr. J. And uh, I, I don't think there's re- I, I'd be surprised if you didn't pick this team, honestly. OK, well, I did not pick that team, although they were second for me. So I certainly think it's a reasonable. Selection. I mean, what you know, top three or four most dominant playoff runs of any of the basketball teams. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you, but I will tell you who my pick is. Uh, my pick, um, as you said, the Sixers clearly the best team that year, and you mm-hmm. know, one of the greatest seasons we've seen in, in the NBA. Um, but it's a little bit of a down year. Um, yes, in the NBA as a whole, my pick is the Washington R-Words. In the calendar year of 1983, they go 19 and two. Which is in January of 1983, they go 1-0 in the regular season, mm-hmm. they go 4-0 in the playoffs, they win the Super Bowl, and then that fall in the calendar year, they go 14-2, and they're the best team in the NFL, they will end the 83 season in January 84 in the Super Bowl again where they will lose. But for the purpose of the 83 it's, calendar year, so they go 19-2 and and they win so the Super stupid. Bowl. So stupid. They lost the Super Bowl 38-9. Yeah, but that's the next year. In this calendar no, year, they won this the Super Bowl. This is so stupid. They this won is the why Super it's Bowl. dumb that we have different. We have okay. We should have that, had the same criteria. That's fine. Okay, they this won the Super dumb. Bowl and they went for and they were the best team in the regular season. So I'm taking Washington. You're taking the Sixers. We're allowed to disagree. The listeners can vote later. Uh, 1984. Yeah, but they're voting on what is a year. They're not even <laughs> voting on what team was better. That's why it's uh, stupid. Okay, what does every other day mean? Can we have that fight also? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's go to 1984 and you're not going to be happy with me. I think um, you want me to go first or you want to go first again? Uh, just, I want to give the li- listeners a little bit of context. So the tigers won the world series. Yeah. And not the only that, two- but they, yeah. they go 104 and 58. Yeah. They start the season nine and zero, uh, sort of like the bucks this year. They go wire to wire. Willie Hernandez, uh, their closer wins the Cy Young and the MVP. And they only lost one playoff game total. So one yeah. of the most dominant baseball seasons of our lives. Yeah, the Tigers were great. Um, 
the Oilers are dominant in hockey. BYU yes. wins the uh, and, and again, uh, the Oilers, it bears mentioning, one of the most dominant seasons of our lifetimes. The Oilers obviously uh, going to win uh, uh, four or what, five in seven years here. Uh, but this team, they lead the league in points. They lose four playoff games. The advanced stats, it's bonkers. It, you know, it's it's obviously yeah. it's, it's Gretzky at his peak. Yeah, um, this is the uh, first of the Montana Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, the second one, the second of the Montana Super Bowls. Yes. This is Montana beats Marino, uh, and the Lakers beat the Celtics. Georgetown beats Houston. If you're into that too, uh, I went with Edmonton. No, the Celtics beat the Lakers. Sorry, this the the Celtics win in eighty four. Correct, the Celtics beat yes. the Lakers, and, and the Celtics uh, went... are the best team. Um, you know, if, certainly in the oh, regular you season. Have, you have Boston. No, I didn't say that. I'm just they, they were oh, okay, they right. were the best team in the NBA in the regular season that year. Yeah, so the Oilers yeah. uh, had a. You didn't mention Georgetown with Patrick Ewing wins the national I just championship. Said it. I said oh, they did. Beat Sorry. Okay. Um, We've undefeated Oilers, BYU, but a week schedule. Yes. Uh, uh, Edmonton was my pick. Uh, they had 119 points, which was, I believe, significantly more than the other team. They rolled through the uh, three of the four rounds of the playoffs. They did. Calgary took them to seven, but they beat the four-time defending champion Islanders in five. They swept the Jets and the North Stars. Um, and, uh, they were just, you know, one of the most dominant teams in NHL history. They scored 446 goals. You do the math about how many, uh, games there were that year. That's an insane number. That's, That's a lot know, of goals. A lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, 80 um, games. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So my, my third runner up is the 49ers who, uh, they go 15 and one, which is, you know, uh, tied for the greatest uh, regular season of all time for a championship and they will win the Super Bowl. But of course, Super Bowl is the next year. Um, they, it is worth noting that in 1984, they lost their first playoff game, which is in January 84. So that's a slight demerit uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second runner up is the Tigers, who I said, one of the most dominant seasons, but I agree with you. The Oilers have one of the most dominant seasons we've ever seen. And I guess the difference between the Oilers and the Tigers for me is that the Tigers MVP and Cy Young winner is, uh, you know, is a closer who uh, only nerds like me have ever heard of anymore. Whereas the Oilers best player is the greatest athlete, uh, possibly of our lifetimes. So mm-hmm. it's it's Gretzky over Willie Hernandez, which is why so, you, so we're on the same page, the Oilers on here. the same page. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be on the same page a lot. I'll be honest. But yeah. All right. Uh, so let's go to 1985. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not have um, particularly impressive winners in college sports at all. The Oilers win back to back, although they were they were very dominant. Uh, they only lose three playoff games before they lose four, but they're only the second best team in the regular season. The Royals mm-hmm. win the World Series uh, controversially uh, over the Cardinals, and they weren't such a great team. Uh, the Lakers win over the Celtics, um, but the Lakers were actually not uh, the best team in the regular season. Um, and so I give it to the Chicago Bears who go, they basically do the same thing the 49ers did the year before, which is they go 15 and one. They're one of the best teams ever. They win the Super Bowl. Um, although I do acknowledge the Super Bowl was the next year. And in this calendar year, they actually lost their first playoff game. So they're an exact repeat of the 49ers year before. But because there's no other like truly dominant team, that's why I give it to the Bears. Uh, yeah, I think the Bears are an easy choice if you're following uh, my years. They had two playoff shutouts, incredible, yeah, uh, in- including the team that would win the Super Bowl the next year in the Giants. And obviously, they blew the doors off the Patriots. They allowed a field goal early in that game, but even the, even the 46 10 was not indicative of, of how close it was. It wasn't, it wasn't close at all. Uh, yeah, one of the easier choices. All right, number okay. one, a- number one, defense, number two, 86 offense. is a very tough year. Yeah, 86 is one of the hardest years. All right. Um, so you want to set the table? Yeah. Uh, so the Mets beat the Red Sox. The Mets were a great team, but, you know, they did not take the easy route in the playoffs famously that year, uh, either against the Astros or against the Red Sox. The Montreal Canadiens. Hold on. But, but we, 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 you just let's let's point out for the Mets. 
Yes, mm-hmm. the, the World Series, they only win because of, you know, the gets by Buckner, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But um, they go 108 and 54 in the regular season, which makes them one of just three National League teams in the last 120 years to win um, more than at least twice as many games as they lost in the regular season, joining the 75 uh, Big Red Machine and uh, last year's Dodgers. Um, in 2021, ESPN uh, uh, considered the Mets the uh, greatest. Oh, no, they ranked them among the greatest baseball teams of all time. Um, one thing which is both a pro and a con for them, and I think ultimately a con from the perspective of legacy, is this was a very balanced team. Keith Hernandez led the team in war with just five and a half. So this was not a team where Doc right. or, or, or Strawberry had like historically great seasons. Just everybody was so good. Yeah, but, from but like they had a, guys like Kevin Mitchell, who was you know a, a future like yeah. But from a legacy perspective, having nobody yeah. with more than five and a half war, yeah. I think hurts they had like bit. like nineteen legitimately very very yes. good players. But yes. yeah, they didn't have any great players. I yeah, agree. I, um, so. So I do not nuts. pick the Mets ultimately just because mm. they ran into so much trouble in the in the postseason. By the way, I had forgotten this because I, I recently read uh. The bad, the bad guys won the uh, '86 Jeff Perlman. I don't really like Jeff Perlman, but his '86. Oh, um, I do like him. His his '86 Mets book, uh, and I forgot that after the Buckner game, there's a rainout. So game seven is pushed back a day. I think onto a Jewish holiday. Also, I think it was Simchatora or something. You would have missed it. Um, the uh, the Canadians won in hockey. Penn State went undefeated. Yeah, Canadian, Canadians won. not so great that year, at least. In the yeah, and season. Penn State, for an undefeated college football team, they won a lot of close games. So sorry, they're not getting it. The Giants beat the Broncos 39-20. Um, the Giants record that year was 14-2. and They beat the Niners 49-3 in a playoff game and then had a 17-0 shutout in the NFC title game. So they were an incredibly dominant team. Um the Houston Rockets uh, lost to the Celtics in the 86 finals and, and Louisville beats Duke to win uh, the NCAA tournament. I went with the Celtics. This is really hard because the Giants definitely could have won some of these years. But this is the famous 86 Celtics team. They won 67 games. The Rockets did take them to the six, but they only lost one game in the three Eastern Conference playoff rounds. Um, so yeah, the Celtics are my pick. Did you also pick the Celtics? Yeah, so let, just a couple of teams you didn't mention. Um, Argentina... Um, Diego Maradona scores, I think sure. in the same game, the quarterfinal against England, which is, you know, shortly after the Falkland war, he scores the hand of God. And then later on the goal of the century as Argentina wins, um, uh, the world cup and the Texas, um, Longhorn women go 34 and zero undefeated wire to wire number one in women's college basketball. Mm-hmm. So a couple of shout outs in 86 there. Um, in, in football, the problem with the Giants, they go 14 and two, um, uh, you know, a historically great team. But the previous two years, you have 15 and one historically great teams in San Francisco and Chicago. And so 14 and two is a little less impressive. And I actually, um, you know, the Bears is who we both picked the year before. But I'll note that in the calendar year of 86, the Bears go three and zero in the playoffs, win the Super Bowl. And then they tie the Giants going 14 and two in that subsequent regular season. So um, if you wanted to be annoying like me um, in terms of the calendar year, then it could be Bears over Giants anyways. But it's a moot point because, as you said, the Celtics, this is in conversation with the greatest teams of all time. 67 games, only three losses in the playoffs. Advanced stats through the roof. This is the peak year of those 80 Celtics. And yeah, one of the best teams of all time. So you said we're not going to agree, but that's three years in a row that we're in agreement. All right. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll always have the same. Okay, nice. Choices. All right. right, 87. What do you got? All right. Okay. So 87, 
Uh, let's announce some winners. Indiana uh, wins uh, the NCAA tournament. Miami uh, undefeated college national championship winner. The Oilers, of course, uh, win the cup yet again and are by every single possible metric the best team in the league. The Minnesota Twins, one of the worst World Series teams of all time. I think they won 29 uh, games on the road all year. They were terrible. They would just never lose at home, basically. Um, Frank Viola and then just a bunch of home runs. Um, the uh, This is the year of the NFL um, lockout or strike, excuse me. And so we don't get a full season. We have three games with scabs. Um, Washington wins the Super Bowl. They go 11 and four. Not that impressive, which is why it's pretty easy for me to pick the Lakers who go 65 and 17 and are basically like they, they basically match what the Celtics did the year before. And, and Bill Simmons is always whined to complain that the Lakers, he says, punked out by losing to Houston in the, in the, in the West Conference finals to prevent the Celtics from beating them in the 86 finals. Um, and then the 87 Lakers are even better and healthier and, uh, and repeat. So anyways, I have the Lakers here. Yeah, I think the Lakers could have beat the Celtics potentially. Uh, they do. They do beat them in '87. Yeah. Uh, swept Western Conference Finals. Swept the Nuggets in the first round. Uh, it's uh, yeah. This could be the best Lakers team. It's right. uh, it's the four Lakers straight. Team. You and I in agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's go to '88. You go first. '88. All right. Uh, the Dodgers uh, beat the A's in the '88 World Series. The Dodgers yeah. were taken to seven by the Mets in the NLCS. They beat the A's in five. The Oilers win again, but they didn't score. Uh, they didn't get a hundred points. To me, if you're not if you're not getting a hundred points, you're probably not. Um, yeah, only the third the best team, team in the regular season. Yeah, uh, undefeated Notre Dame team. San Francisco beats the uh, Bengals again in the Super Bowl. That Niners team was probably the weakest of the Niners Super Bowl teams. They yeah, just ten and six. Ten and six and a close Super Bowl, even though they did blow through a pretty weak, a uh, couple weak opponents in the NFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Lakers beat the Pistons, but this is not as good of a Lakers team as the year before. Kansas yeah. has eleven losses, yeah, and beats the and uh, to to win the national title, the Danny Manning year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Lakers won three straight game sevens uh, over the Jazz, Mavericks, and Pistons. So I actually went. I don't think you're going to do the same thing. I actually went with Notre Dame. So they go 12 and 0 in 88. Um, they beat an undefeated team. Remember, sometimes like one of the frustrating things about old school college football is like, okay, you went 12 and 0, but like you didn't play any of the top five teams because there was no title game. So they did beat the number three team in the country that was undefeated in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, they had uh, beat, beaten Michigan as a top 10 team, but uh, more importantly, uh, they won a game of the century. Well, they were actually four that week, so it wasn't a game of the century. But they beat uh, a really good Miami team, 31-30. And then they blew up Penn State, go into USC and number two team in the country and win, beat, and beat West Virginia. So it was it was one of the better college football teams of the 80s. I got Notre Dame. All right. So you said uh, uh, we would not agree much. We've agreed in 84. We've agreed in 85. We've agreed in 86. We've agreed in 87. And we agree in 1988. Um, 12-0 Notre Dame, considered one of the best teams in the history of college football. The, uh, you you said these, but I just want to clarify. The Irish beat the teams that would finish the season ranked number two, number four, number five, number seven, which no one has ever done. They also won 10 of their games by double digits. Um, they had their 31-30 upset over Miami, who was ranked number one at the time, and Miami had won 36 consecutive games. Um, that's one of the most memorable games in college football history. And so, no, okay, we're in a complete agreement. It has to be Notre Dame. Okay. So, right. uh, Wow. And I All think right. we're going to agree in 89 as well, but I don't want to jinx it. Every time you say we won't, we do. So maybe I shouldn't say we will. One of my won't. first sports memories, by the way, is the 89 World Series because I went to my grandparents' house. Yeah. And the I was planning on, 
yeah, so I was planning to watch the World Series and there was no game that night, but I was watching sort of the news coverage of it. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was the first night of it or the eighth night, I don't remember. But other than Mets and Jets games, it's my first sports memories, the 89 World Series. Okay. Um, so yeah, the A's end up sweeping that World Series, but um, and the A's were really good. They won 99 games. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think why I did not pick them. Um I mean, they only lost one game to Toronto in the um, in 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 the ALCS. Yeah. Uh, Calgary is a dominant team that wins the Stanley Cup. Miami yeah. wins the national title, but has a loss. The Niners just destroy the Broncos, fifty-five ten in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, Pistons beat the Lakers. To me, that's not probably that's. I mean, it's a very good Pistons team, but. I wasn't picking them. And, yeah, uh, uh, it does bear mentioning the Pistons who go 63 and 19 in the regular season, which is obviously incredible. They go 15 and two in the playoffs, right? Yeah, no, it was a very good. Which is, yeah, uh, right. You that's like, them. yeah, that that's that's as good as it gets, basically. Um, yeah. And uh, we, Michigan wins a pretty fluky yeah. uh, overtime national title game. Yeah, I went with the Niners. They were just mm-hmm. a very dominant team um, who, you know, all destroys everybody and then and then wins the Super Bowl against like, a, you know, kind of decent team. They put up 55, not a joking like when they beat the Chargers six years later. But they won the conference championship game 33. Another one of my earlier memories, I believe there's a fumble at the very beginning of that game, and I, like, punch a TV at my dad's friend's house and told me not to punch the TV. Um, And they bought the Vikings the week before also. Uh, So, yeah, I have the Niners. Yeah, and this is one of the four times I mentioned that we have a sandwich because the 49ers, in January of 89, they have three wins, including the Super Bowl. And then mm-hmm. in the fall of 89, they go 14-2, and two, and then that season ends with yet another Super Bowl. And so for the sixth consecutive year, Akiva, you and well, I are in agreement. Boy, well, the Niners are the best team in the year where the Bay Area World Series happens, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, uh, let, let's get nuts. I think in 1990, we may start to disagree, but who knows? Well, let's get nuts. Is that let's do an ad read? Oh, an ad read. Okay. What do you want to talk? Tell me about. Well, you're saying let's get nuts. Do we have any? Oh, sure. Or? You want to talk about nuts? <laughs> I <laughs> listen. I can t- uh, uh, nuts. Nuts. We're talking about that was my Jamora impression. Um, we're talking about nuts. We're talking about the playoffs. Um, we we're gonna have a little break. It seems like in the NBA, unless the Celtics can pull off a bunch of wins in a row, but we do have. Uh, both NBA and NHL playoffs going on. And we want to make sure that your nuts are as kissable as that Stanley cup or the new uh, Western Eastern conference finals, MVP awards in basketball, which I'm not a fan of whether you're an NBA fan or an NHL fan, you'll want to make sure that your Western conference champion nuggets have the best clippers to rid them of pubes and help them in the summer of the Phoenix suns. Don't let your little New Jersey devils go Minnesota wild. Use the lawnmower 4.0 and get your boys as smooth as the didn't make the playoffs Utah Jazz. You can have the balls of the Sacramento Kings and the LA Kings by going to manscaped.com and using promo code 32fans for 20% off plus free shipping. That's 20% off plus FS if you use the Manscaped uh, code 32fans. That's one word, but with just one word, you can get the performance package 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0, the um, the weed whacker 2.0. You got to whack those weeds, the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver ball toner. The, we also have the beard hedger pro kit, of course. We got it all. Go to 32fans uh, promo code at manscaped.com. Wheels, what is right. your thoughts about 1990? Yeah, let's get to the 90s. So the Reds um, sweep kind of a weird World Series team. 
uh, didn't really make any noise before or after, although that does happen in the 80s a lot, sort of like, uh, you know. Yeah. Although we are in the 90s, games. but yes. Uh, yes, um, they won 91 games. Uh, the final of the Oilers, Stanley Cups, but the weakest of the teams. Uh, like I said, we get teams like uh, Colorado that have a loss and a tie winning national titles. Of course, a lot of disputed national titles. And Colorado and Georgia Tech were both winners that year. Yeah. There's a split, uh, the, so yeah. they're both a lot of disputed. The next yeah. year also, the, there's a disputed national title. Yeah. The Giants uh, win the Super Bowl on the Scott Norwood missed field goal. The Giants mm-hmm. were very good, 13-3, beat a really, really unbelievably good Niners team um, to make the Super Bowl. Uh, probably better than the Bills team they beat. Yeah, how um, good is that Niners team? We should mention. Uh, in 1990, the calendar year, they go three and zero in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl, and then fourteen and two in the next regular season, better than the Giants in the regular season. Although yeah. in the in the 1990 season playoffs in January '91, as you said, the Giants beat them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, the Pistons repeat by beating the Portland Trailblazers, but they're worse than the year before in all respects. Regular season playoffs. Yeah. Now, have I mentioned your best team yet? Because I have not mentioned mine. No, which means we're going to agree again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So the UNLV run Rebels. Ding, ding, ding. Blow the doors off uh, everybody. They put up 131 on the uh, the Bo Kimball uh, Loyola Marymount team, the Elite Eight. They beat Duke 103 to 73 in the national title game. 30 points. The only team that gave them the game. I don't remember this. I, you know, I remember a little bit about UNLV that year, but they Ball State in the Sweet 16 actually gives them their. Best game. They do lose five games. They're not like Ooh, Ball uh, State. They should have been in my uh, promo code for uh, yes, my my read. They, yeah. they lose. They lose a game at UC Santa Barbara. This is not like a you know one of the all time top couple of teams, but uh, by by the time the tournament came around, they were really on all cylinders and just destroying people. So the UNLV running Rebels. Yeah, seven years in a row. We imagine how cool. There was no team. There's really not a, a another historical. It's like if Gonzaga was good for like two years, but then became irrelevant again, you know? Yeah, well, it's relevant to mention this is the last non-major conference national champion, right? They were Big West champs, um, but they weren't a fluke. They opened the season as number one in the rankings, and then they ended the season with, as you said, the 30-point thrashing of Duke. And so 35-5, and but a legit coast-to-coast, well-earned winner there. And it's not just that we've agreed seven years in a row, but like the diversity of sports, we both went NHL, NFL, NBA, NBA, college football, NFL, college basketball. So we are bopping and weaving all over the place, but ending up in the same place every time, which is uh, pretty crazy. Okay. Um, um, especially like your 86 Mets were in there. You know, there was room for us to disagree. Uh, sure. Let's get to 87, which has uh, one 91. of my teams. Or 91, excuse me. Uh, one of my teams, the Minnesota Twins, who yes. um, not only do they win the World Series, but um, they go worst to first, which is the first time a team has ever done that. Um, yep. Has a team ever gone worse the first one a pen up and lost the World Series? Oh, yes, that happened to the Atlanta Braves the very same year, um, which was uh, historic on both sides. And then the World Series uh, has been ranked by ESPN and others as the greatest World Series of all time. So yep. an iconic and memorable Twins team, but, uh, you know, only 95 wins. So not going to be hard. Seven, and it took seven games in the coin toss World Series. Can't really. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, yes, because it's the greatest World Series of all time. So, yes. But um, yeah. so so they're not winning anything. Uh, I mean, they're winning something, the World Series, but they're not winning our award here. Mm hmm. What do you think Ken Herbeck would rather have, that World Series or Team of the Year? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, one is uh, necessary uh, as a prerequisite for the other. So anyway. Mm. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, keep going. Oh, okay. Um, we have the Chicago Bulls win the first uh, of their uh, three-peats. Um, they go 15-2 and two in the playoffs, which is, uh, you know, as we just mentioned a couple of years ago, the Pistons did it, which is tied for the uh, 
the uh, second best uh, regular uh, playoff run uh, only to the, well, I guess the 12, uh, uh, since we went to this many rounds, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins win the Stanley Cup over the Minnesota North Stars. Um, but the Penguins, you know, not the best team uh, either in the regular season or the playoffs. Uh, Washington and Miami are co-winners in college football, so we don't care about either one of them. And Duke wins in college basketball, making up for their loss to UNLV the year before. Uh, nothing too remarkable there. Washington, uh, the R-words, go 14-2, and two, win the Super Bowl, which also takes place in Minneapolis. Minneapolis, in a 12-month period, hosted the Super Bowl, the Final Four, the World Series, and the Stanley Cup Finals, which is pretty cool. Um, and that Washington team is considered one of the greatest teams of all time by advanced metrics. But because it's a Mark Rippon team, it's not really like it's not really remembered yeah. in, icon- in an iconic way. Uh, so those are all the possibilities. Uh, to me, there's a clear leading two here are, are Washington and the Bulls. But what do you think, Akiva? Yeah, I went through both teams. I think Washington is a pretty reasonable choice. Um, we've talked about uh, this year and one of the craziest years in NFL history. The NFC is maybe the most stacked conference in the history of uh, the NFL. Is this but this I is the only the... year in seven years that the Tiger that the Lions won a playoff game. Yes. Yeah. Um, the uh... so how stacked could it have been, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a good Lions team. Uh, I went with the Bulls. Uh, you know, they sweep the two-time defending champions in the Eastern Conference Finals. They had only lost one game in the first two rounds, and then they beat the Lakers in five. Um, I just think uh, a lot of teams were probably just about as good as Washington, whereas nobody was as good as Chicago. So I went with the Bulls. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned on last week's podcast, which is two weeks ago podcast, um, I was making fun of the ESPYs where they do team of the year. And it's like, you know, the basketball team of the year. Is it the, the yeah. Warriors? And like, are, are we guilty of the same thing here? Because it's now eight straight years we're in agreement. Like, is there not enough drama for this ranking? I don't know. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's got to be the Bulls. It, it's sort of like for the reason before why I took Oilers over uh, Tigers, because it's Michael Jordan versus Mark Rippon, right? And the Bulls, they absolutely thrash everybody. And it's so clear, like a changing, like it's a new decade in the NBA. And very clearly, yeah. the Bulls are taking over and uh, are going to be winning this award uh, more times in this decade, I think. So, um, all right. So that's eight straight years we've agreed pretty boring this next year is i went off the beaten path did you go off the beaten path in 92 i didn't um oh, okay so we're gonna sh- disagree finally okay one team that should be strongly considered is duke a really dominant uh duke team that beats the fab five as freshmen uh by 20 in the national championship i mean it's a really good team they beat by 20 uh, of course the bulls win their second title maybe the one of the weakest of the six bulls teams they beat the trailblazers the, uh, yeah, the I'm going to disagree with you there, dog. The Bulls go 67 and 15 um, in the regular season are arguably the best team of all the Bulls to win, including uh, over the teams in 96 and 97 that will set records for, for wins just because the league was so much weaker then. Um, but yes, but they did. They did lose seven games in the playoffs. Yeah, they just they were not dominant enough. They really could have lost to the Knicks and even the Cavs, which were just an OK Cavs team. They beaten six and even Portland that, you know. If you're a really dominant team, probably the Clyde Drexler. That team was not, you know, I, I think you beat that team in four or five if you're a historic. Yeah, I, I think that 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 Portland team is one of the most underrated teams ever. They lose in the finals in 90 to Detroit and 92 to Chicago. Uh, Drexler, one of the most over- underrated players. Terry Porter, one of the most underrated players of all time, probably should have Hall of Fame cons- consideration and gets none. Just an endless number of forwards. They had um, a great defensive team. I think that team is actually underrated, but. Yeah, Alabama goes 13-0, pulls off a big upset, if I remember correctly, in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, they, they were never um, number one all season until after. But season. yes, they were. The, Miami was considered the team, and they did destroy Miami. Uh, famous uh, George Teague play where Miami players running uh, for a touchdown, and he sort of like squeezed the ball out of his back and, and takes it the other way. Um, th- I, I went with Dallas here. Yeah. 
Um, figured you would. Yeah. Uh, so the Cowboys, of course, destroy the Bills, fifty-two to seventeen, and sort of almost fifty-nine seventeen, if not for Leon Lett. Speaking of uh, balls behind their back, uh, beat an unbelievably good Niners team to get there in the conference in the conference championship game. Destroyed the Eagles in the second round after the bye. Dominant offensive team, dominant defensive team. Uh, really just killed a lot of people. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I've got the Cowboys in ninety-two. Okay. Um, the 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 biggest team from a narrative perspective uh, to the north was obviously the Toronto Blue Jays, the first uh, Canadian, first non-American team to win the World Series. But in the rest of the world, where uh, we don't care about Canada, clearly the biggest uh, story, the biggest team was the Dream Team, uh, who absolutely uh, throttled the competition in the Olympics and are just like you know the, a huge story. But ultimately, the level of competition is too low there for me to really consider them. Uh, the Cowboys, the, the next year is where they get the sandwich. And so I, I'm going to consider them more the next year. I'm going with Duke here. Uh, yeah. They go 34 and two, the first repeat champ since UCLA, UCLA over two decades earlier. Uh, Christian Leitner, one of the best college players of all time. He will immediately then go to the dream team. This team was number one every single week of that entire season, which is virtually unheard of. They're 104, 103 overtime victory in the Elite Eight over number two, Kentucky. Considered the greatest college basketball game of all time. Leitner, of course, goes 10 for 10 from the field and 10 for 10 from the free throw line. Hits the uh, the buzzer beater on, on the Grand Hill Pass. Um, so for me, I'm going Duke. But yeah, you're you're a vanilla guy. So you're just going with the NFL team. No, I mean, I, I strongly consider Duke. They, you know, needed. I, I don't I didn't really pick teams that needed a miracle to. Uh, you know, win their series or their game, and Duke did that. Now, what year. did the Cowboys do in the actual playoff games in '92? The answer is nothing. <laughs> what do you mean? What they do? They they destroyed people. You said the playoff games that took place in 1992. Oh, well, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. All right. So I had the okay, Cowboys. So, but we disagree. That's good. All right. Yeah. So and I'll I'll just say in '93, which is when the SB start, the first SB goes to the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And yeah, but so before '92, but for the. Yeah, yes, it's given before the 93 season. So, yes, they're giving it for, for the 92 season. But the Cowboys, um, again, this is the sandwich because they win the Super Bowl in January of 93, and then they win the Super Bowl in the 93 season. And so I'll just say right now, I, I picked the Cowboys in 93, but partially for reasons for which you picked them in 92. Yeah, uh, a lot of repetition in 93. The Blue Jays win again this time over the Phillies. The Canadians win yeah. the Stanley Cup. Florida State wins. The, not, the Super Bowl is the exact same result. Cowboys over Bills. Yeah, uh, but this, same team. this this Cowboys team, excuse me, this Blue Jays team is worse than the Blue Jays team from the year before. Yes, I agree. They, uh, yeah. Um, the 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 Bulls win again uh, this time. And this Bulls over. team is the worst of those three. And then Jordan yes. retires. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, Michigan loses a, uh, a, the, the national title game again in the famous uh, Chris Weber timeout game. Yep. Um, yeah, and the Canadians are our last uh, Canadian team. To what is the universe where Chris Weber goes to school for two years? Uh, like he was such a huge prospect, was amazing. It is funny, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you were allowed to go after there. one year, then I think, right? It just, I guess, wasn't. Really you were allowed to. It, was, it, it wasn't done in impolite society. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So I already said I'm picking the Cowboys. Who are you picking? Yeah, I'm also picking the Cowboys here. Oh, okay. Back to All back right. for the Dallas Cowboys. All right. So so we're we're back to agreement here. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's get to 1994. 94 is where the ESPYs give it to the Blue Jays for having won back-to-back -back titles in 92 and 93. That's confusing. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. really not useful for us. Yeah. Um. The, and no baseball team's going to win it for us in 94 because there was no major league play playoffs. Mm -hmm. Correct. 
Uh, the Rangers uh, were a great team that won the Stanley Cup. If you're talking about story, they're for sure. They, you know, I'm sure they won the SB the next year, right? Unless it was just yes, it was yes, a year they later. Did. Yes. But um, the problem is, yeah, I remember they bring in the cup. I think I remember watching the SBs. They bring in the cup from the back with the whole, I think the whole team is there. But um, every series was absolutely insane and seven games. So they, you know, my, my sort of version of a dominant champion, not, not the Rangers. Nebraska Cornhuskers, man, we diminished is uh, they were 13 and 0. Um, great team. The the Rockets. Uh, I think the second Rockets team is better than this one. If I'm not no, mistaken, no, no. The second, well, the second, the second the Rockets that, team is, is is the one where they're bad, but then he like turns. Yeah, they're the six seed. They don't. Yeah, it, they trade. They trade for Clyde Drexler at the trade deadline. So maybe post yeah. trade deadline, they're the best team. But in the regular season, they're actually one of the worst uh, champions we've ever had. The ninety. Yeah. Or- Arkansas is an amazing uh, story. Bill Clinton in the crowd for all the games. They beat a really good Duke team. They lost three yeah. times all year. Scotty Thurman's high arching three wins the national yeah. title. Yeah, and, with, and, uh, and with Cor- the president and, watching. And Corliss Williamson. Uh, but I went the Niners. This is an unbelievable Niners team in the middle of uh, Cowboys dynasty. Three years, three titles in four years. And they managed to uh, beat the Cowboys. This is, uh, you know, Deion Sanders would basically, whichever team Deion Sanders was on, that was the team that would win, go to the Super Bowl and win it that, in, the, in that stretch. And he switched to the... Niners for this year. Uh, they blew up the Bears in the first round of the playoffs, and they obviously annihilate the Chargers. That game wasn't even close to a 49-26 game. They scored eight points late, the Chargers, but yeah. that game was over. This was in the era when AFC teams didn't even need to show up to the Super Bowl. They Well, they showed up just to get... I mean, yeah, they Barely. put up a 50... Yeah. Uh, yeah. They put up 50, 38-42, 44-38-49 in a, in a uh, seven-game span to end the year, so... Yeah, um, I do want to notice for that 94 Nebraska team. So in 93, Nebraska goes 11 0 in the regular season, loses to Florida State in the Orange Bowl on a last second missed field goal, which is the only reason they're not the undefeated national champion in 93. So 94, the season is called unfinished business um, and they um, they're absolutely dominant. Do you know who the punter was on the 94 Nebraska team? No, who? Because there was a whole bunch of uh, professionals on this team, but you probably didn't realize their punter was a professional because it was in a different sport. Darren Erstad. Oh, really? Who was a very good outfielder slash first baseman for the Angels for many, many years. Was the punter on that dominant Nebraska team. Brazil, the first country to win four World Cups in 94. Um, Yeah, so you're picking the 49ers. I'll note that the Cowboys are the best team in the calendar year of 94 because they... um, they they go 16 and four in the calendar year. They win a Super Bowl in January of 94 for the 93 season. I'm picking the Rangers. They are the best team in the regular season. They have 112 points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- they don't like dominate everyone in the playoffs, but also they're the best team in the regular season and they end a historic drought of, uh, of you know, 40 years. Yeah, they're the best story. Yeah. They did also start the playoffs with a couple dominant wins over the Islanders and Caps. Yeah. So it's the two famous series, two of the sort of the um, most iconic series of yeah so of, in a relatively weak year i have rangers over nebraska and we okay. disagree why not the uh, niners though well because i because the cowboys were the best team in the calendar year yeah it's so silly yeah all right okay okay uh 95 um the atlanta braves uh beat cleveland yeah their only world series in the 13 straight years that they win the division there must have been what was it there a, was there a strike or lock because the nhl has like a half season yeah, the Devils win the Stanley and, Cup, and uh, you, you, it bears mentioning that the Brave season was was shorter, also. Yes, but that's like one forty. This was this was yeah. like literally it, well. The but Devils I just had fifty two points in the regular season. Yeah, uh, it's it's but fifty two points, but also it was only ninth best. It's not even like oh well, you know how many how many? Yeah, no, no, that wouldn't consider even good. Yeah, um, uh, the Braves. We need to mention they go ninety and fifty four. 
in that short run. Greg Maddox, this is in the peak, in like the heart of the steroid era. Greg Maddox with a 163 ERA, he had 9.6 war in a strike shortened season. So he yeah. would have easily hit double digit war. So just a bonker season in a run of four straight bonker seasons for Greg Maddox in the absolute peak of the steroid era. Yeah, uh, Nebraska's an unbelievable team in one of the best conferences ever. The Big Eight that year has four of the, uh, maybe the four, you know, four of the top six or seven teams. That, uh, Nebraska goes undefeated. Colorado, Kansas State, and Kansas each have two losses, which seems impossible when you consider those teams probably every one of them played each other. They basically only lost games to each other and did not lose. None of them lost a game the rest of the year. Um, so that's a great Nebraska team in um, in 95. Uh, Dallas wins their third Super Bowl in four years. Uh, Houston beats the Magic, but like we said, they were not a great regular season team. The UCLA Bruins beat the defending champion Arkansas Razorbacks, uh, and there are, there have been no, I believe, zero. There certainly, I know, have been no uh, undefeated NCAB um, teams in our lifetime. But there have been no one loss teams that won the title. There has Correct. been a one loss team, but that was the uh, which does. St. St. Joe's, yes, loses in the tournament undefeated and also Wichita State. State. Um, So I have UCLA, a two-loss UCLA team in 1995 as my uh, team of the year. Yeah, truly Uh, dominant team that year, UCLA. mm -hmm. Um, They're number one coming into the tournament and they win. Um, But they're not even the most dominant team. By the way, the knock, if you wanted to be like a key was not being consistent, the ties Edney play does happen in the second round. So they he Edney goes coast to coast for a for a buzzer beater. Uh, and if not for that, they don't win that game. But that was the only game. And they beat a really, really good UConn team with Ray Allen. But other than that, most of their NCAA tournament wins were huge blowouts. Yeah, they weren't even the best um, college basketball team that year, though, because your UConn Huskies, uh, your Lady Huskies, go 35-0. and They win every game by double digits except for two in the tournament. That's the Rebecca yeah. Lobo team. She will then immediately that summer become the number one uh, number one pick in the NBA draft, or she was assigned to New York regionally, however it worked. So UConn is better than UCLA. Um, and so I think that, that UCLA cannot be the winner. But my winner uh, is neither UConn nor UCLA. It is the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Uh, they go 12-0. and 0. As you said, they win the national championship by defeating, as you noted, the second-ranked Florida Gators 62-24 to 24 in the Fiesta Bowl. At the time, that's the second-largest margin of victory ever for a number one against a number two behind only 1945 when Army beat Notre Dame 48-0. to zero. Nebraska, which but for that missed field goal, would have won three consecutive national champions, is widely regarded as one of the greatest college football teams of all time. Sports Illustrated named this Nebraska team the greatest college football team of all time. They set multiple um, Division I records that still stand, 7.0 yards per rushing attempt, zero sacks allowed the entire season, which obviously helps the other stat because sacks are kind of lost uh, rushing yards in college football. Uh, They allow five punt returns for 12 yards over the entire season. Their margin of victory is 38 over 38 points a game the largest of any team since World War II, despite the fact that their starters would rarely play after halftime. Um, the 94-95 Nebraska teams uh, remain the only undefeated, untied back-to-back national champions in uh, not just our lifetimes, but going all the way back to Oklahoma in 55 yeah. and 56. They is- they beat Washington State 35-21. Their only other, uh, they only, I think, had one other game that was less than 30 points. Yeah. So, so I think it's honestly a pretty good Nebraska. choice. Yeah, yeah, I think Nebraska is a good choice. I'm not going to switch my pick, but I, I think I think that is a good one. Oh, OK. Well, thank you. Um, all, all right. You wanna, all right. Let's do let's do Caldera before halfway through the 90s. Sure. OK. 
Yeah. What do you want to tell me about All right. I've got some exciting news for you. Mm-hmm. We got a relatively new sponsor of our show. If maybe you missed uh, last episode, it's called Caldera Lab. And we say, say goodbye to the generic face wash on your counter. Throw it out right now, even before you buy Caldera stuff. Because Caldera is here the same day when it comes to your skin. Backed by a leading clinical trial where nine out of 10 men experience healthier and visibly improved skin, Caldera Lab has the tools to unlock your best first impression and confidence. And hmm. today we have the and, 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 I, and I heard that tenth man uh, thinks that saves in RBI is the most important stance in baseball. So uh, yeah, the, the tenth man uh, wouldn't vote for anyone uh, for Cy Young who has a losing record. Yeah. Um, uh, Caldera Lab. Uh, if you're, you know, you want Caldera Lab for your skincare needs, use code thirty two fans at calderalab.com. You go directly to calderalab.com slash thirty two fans, and you get twenty percent off their best products. They got the clean slate, the base layer, the good. Can you turn your video on, Akiva? I want to see how these products are working on your face. Uh, I'm not, you don't want to see. I'm not wearing a shirt. You don't want to see it. Next, tell me next time. I'll put on a shirt. Um, uh, Does Caldera through, make products for the chest to make that a little more? Good question. Through uncompromising craftsmanship, exceptional ingredients, and rigorous transparency, Caldera Lab is here to upgrade your skin and your confidence. 20% off. 32fans. CalderaLab.com. Splash 32fans. Hmm, wonderfully done. Um, all right, so we have two disagreements in a row. Now we get to 96. Uh, Jordan's back for another three-peat. Uh, but there's a lot of other good teams in 96 as well. Why don't you run us through them, Kiva? Yeah, 96 is a pretty stacked year. Um, the New York Yankees win their first uh, World Series of the 90s over the Braves. Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, mm-hmm. although the Braves only 92. The Yankees only 92 and 70, so they will get better. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm not yeah. giving to the Yankees that year. Avalanche are a good team. The Gators win its national title, but they do lose a game. The Packers beat the Patriots 35-21, the Desmond Howard game. I believe the Packers lost. No, they only lost three games that year. That's pretty good. Uh, They do run through the Niners, Panthers, uh, and Patriots in the postseason. The Chicago Bulls famously uh, were unbelievably good in 1996. They won 72 games. They lost one Eastern Conference uh, playoff game before losing two to the Sean Kemp, Gary Payton uh sonic so uh yeah they were they were really good and i i think uh i'm going with the chicago bulls yeah not a lot of drama here the greatest basketball team of all time based on regulars my number two by the way was kentucky it's a great kentucky wildcats yes. team they also lost only two games uh would have won a lot of years but this was a dominant bulls team yeah so we're then completely in agreement because yeah, not only do I have the Bulls, but Kentucky, I have second. The the Kentucky is known as the Untouchables. Nine players from that team go to the NBA. Derek Anderson, yeah. Tony Delk, Walter McCarty, Ron Mercer, Nazi Muhammad, Mark Pope, Jeff Shepard, Wayne Turner, and employee number eight, Anton Walker. Uh, so none of those guys are, are you know superstars in the NBA. But um, yeah, that team is considered one of the greatest teams in men's basketball history. But um, the 96 Bulls are the best team. I mean, taking into account that their era sucked. But yes, yeah. I, I give it to the Bulls. You give it to the Bulls. Um, and so congratulations, Bulls, uh, with their second award victory for both of us. And uh, for you, you also have given two to the 49ers. So uh, you have two two-time winners. I only have one for the 49ers so far. So the Bulls are my first uh, two-time winner. All right, 97. Uh, the Florida Marlins win the World Series uh, in seven games over Cleveland. I would yeah. not give it to them. Didn't even win their day. They deserved it. Uh, Detroit wins the first of two straight Stanley Cubs, but this is probably the weaker of the two teams. Uh, we have a split national title between Michigan and Nebraska in college football. John Elway finally wins it all, beating the Packers in in a great Super Bowl, 
and for the first time uh, of what will be two straight times, the uh, Bulls beat the Utah Jazz in the uh, NBA Finals. The Bulls in 97. Um, shoot, my Chicago Bulls. Oh, there we go. I have links to like every team. I, I did this. Yep. All right. The Bulls go very nice, 69-13. They only lose two games in the Eastern Conference Finals before beating a pretty good Jazz team. Uh, only four losses in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, and their sixty nine and thirteen regular season is the second best ever at the time, behind only themselves yeah, behind the before. previous year. So yeah, yeah, this is let's not get cute. Um, I have uh, and Kentucky for the third straight years in the in the national title game. They they oh no, sorry, Kentucky loses for the second of three times. They lose to Arizona. Yeah, they beat Miles they beat Simon. the Gophers in the final four, and then they lose yeah. to a four seed Arizona. Miles Simon, Miles Simon, twenty five yeah. and nine. so I have yeah. Chicago going back to back. And belly to belly, winning the ninety-seven. Yeah. You did not mention the DC United with the league double. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I didn't include. I didn't really consider any MLS teams. Uh, it's a little spoiler. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it would be hard for one of them to qualify. Um, I will note that yes, although the Broncos win the Super Bowl, the Packers that calendar year uh, yeah. have the better record. They they go three and zero, win the Super Bowl, and then they go thirteen and three, lose the next Super Bowl. But yeah, what are we doing here? It's obviously the Bulls for the second year in a row, and the second year in a row that you and I are in complete agreement. And I think in '98 we're definitely going to agree as well. But yeah, um, so the Bulls are looking. By the way, I will note the Chicago Bulls did not win any uh, SB for best team. That's funny. Yeah, uh, you the, know the why? 70, the '72. I can tell you team, why right now. Yeah, because Jordan wasn't showing up, and they're only they want like the big star to be. Yeah. There. Okay. For the Rangers, they got the whole team. That's why. Yeah. So '96, they have the UConn women's team. Um, yeah. From not, uh, and then in '97, they have the Yankees for having won their first World Series in '96. Yeah. Um, I don't give it to the 98 Bulls. Uh, they did struggle and, you know, they barely beat the Pacers and then they play a very competitive series with the Jazz. Um, Kentucky wins again. The Broncos beat the Falcons. Uh, we've talked about 1998 NFL season many times on this podcast. Tennessee yeah. is a very good team, wins the national And that's title. a Broncos sandwich, right? Because they win the Super Bowl in January. And then, and also, yes. don't forget, 98, you know, the Vikings go 15-1, and one, set the all-time record for scoring, and, you know, one of the best teams ever, they lose in the playoffs. The Broncos that same season start 13-0. and 0. They, they last undefeated even longer than the Vikings, although they'll end up only 14-2. and two. Um, We might have had a classic Super Bowl, but because of the Gary Anderson miss, we have the Falcons in that Super Bowl, but the Broncos win two Super Bowls uh, in the 98 January and then in the 98 regular season in January of 99. So sandwich year for the Broncos. Yeah, but I, this is an easy one. And obviously the Yankees are going to be both of our teams. They won 114 games and then romp through the playoffs. Yes. Um, yeah, 114 wins. Uh, their overall record, 125 and 50. Uh, David Wells was hung over and throws a perfect game against the uh, shitty Twins that season as well. Uh, let's note that France wins their first uh, World Cup title at home. Uh, Tennessee is ranked as the number three college. They go 13-0. They're ranked as the number three college football team of all time by the Billingsley Report computer rankings. And also have the Ewing theory here because this is the year after Peyton Manning leaves. That they yes. then have a dominant year. And then Tennessee, let's stay in Tennessee. Um, the women go 39-0, considered one of the greatest women's teams of all time. They win their third consecutive national championship. They play one of the toughest schedules in the nation. Um, they're number one in the preseason rankings, and they are number one the entire season. Um, ESPN calls uh, the Tennessee's 39-0 uh, performance as one of the greatest moments in women's sports of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. And women's sports. Uh, Houston Comets win the inaugural WNBA yeah. title, going 27-3, 4-1 in the playoffs, which collectively is the best win percentage in WNBA history. 
So a uh, big year for dominance in women's basketball. But yes, it, the Yankees won 114 games. What are we doing here? Yeah. All right. 99 is interesting. Uh, the Rams come out of nowhere and win the uh, Super Bowl. They were 13-3, an incredible offense uh, all year. But their playoff games were pretty close. That uh, horrible 11-6 NFC Championship game. Yeah, that they the should have lost were. if uh, not for a bad call. Yeah, and I'm surprised Alex, you know, they gave up 40, they put up 49 on the Vikings. I'm sure Alex thinks the Vikings should have won that game too. Well, I think I've, I've talked about this before, but like the Vikings were uh, coming to that game as underdogs or winning at halftime. And the annoying Fox announcers took so for granted the Vikings were going to win that they had an interview with Keyshawn Johnson, whose Bucks had played the day before. And I vividly remember the halftime show them asking him, Keyshawn, it looks like you're probably going to play the Vikings next week. What do you think about that game? Which in hindsight is an insane thing to be asking a guy about half. It was a seven point game at halftime. And then I think, yeah, the 49, the, the Rams scored 35 consecutive points in the second half to blow the doors off the Vikings. So so yeah. I don't think the Vikings should have won. I just think they should have stopped the game at halftime. Yeah. Um, uh, Duke is one of the best college basketball teams ever, except UConn uh, beats them in the uh, in the national title game to take their first title. Uh, speaking of my teams, the San Antonio Spurs go 37-13 and 13 and uh, beat the eighth seed Knicks. Could be in, uh, another year with the eighth seed eighth seed from the Eastern Conference. In the finals, uh, they destroyed, they swept the Lakers, swept the Blazers, uh, lost one game to your Timberwolves in round one, and then one game to the Knicks um, in game three of the NBA finals. I, listen, that was a dominant team that would be worthy, I think. You extrapolate 37-13, it's still pretty good. It was sort of a lot, of, I know a lot of people consider it a bogus season. That is not my team of the year. Yeah, um, Phil Jackson famously said asterisk, the season doesn't count. He's such a clown. I yeah. mean, he also said he doesn't watch the NBA anymore because it's too woke. Yeah, so, I know. Um, so the Ra- you know the Rams played two closer games. The the Florida State almost they go undefeated, but they were given really close games by some of the rivals, Georgia Tech, Clemson. Uh, you know they beat Virginia Tech forty six twenty nine in the national title game. One of the more exciting games I've ever seen because Michael Vick, one of the great coming out parties of all time in that game, just an incredible performance. Um, but I, I have the Yankees winning back to back. The Yankees in ninety nine. Not as well remembered, but they sweep a pretty decent Atlanta Braves team. They win 98 games. Um, yeah, but they won 114 so. the year before. Okay, but still, I mean, they, you know, I, yeah. I don't think that there was a team better than them in 1999. Yeah, uh, well, we disagree. Uh, I don't even have them as, as a finalist for me. The Dallas Stars were more dominant, uh, the best team in the regular season. And then, yes, uh, Dominic Hasek gave them a little bit of fits, but um, they uh, win the Stanley Cup as well. Florida State. The first time in history that a team goes wire to wire being ranked continuously as the nation's number one team in every single poll from the preseason through the bowl is that Florida State team uh, who uh, not even get a consideration for you. So to me, that's more impressive than the Yankees. The Stars more impressive. Uh, D.C. United, Houston Comets, whatever. We're not going to talk about those minor sports, but it is a winner from a, a relatively minor sport. I'm giving it to the U.S. women, uh, national, the U.S. WNT. Of course, they win the World Cup. Brandy Chastain with that watershed moment for women's soccer. Mm-hmm. It was such a big deal. They will win the ESPY the next year as well. Um, and yet, like the Yankees, they won the World Series. They didn't do anything particularly notable. No, notable. And for women's uh, soccer to be the biggest sports story of the year is extraordinarily high bar to meet. Still so the, the highest that, uh, highest rated uh, soccer game in uh, in U.S. history. Yeah, so the fact that they did that is, I think, incredible. And so, yes, I'm giving it to the women, but Akiva, uh, uh, you famously hate women, and so uh, you won't give it to uh, the U.S. women here. Uh, I will have some women winning, but I didn't consider any national hmm. teams. Yeah, Akiva has binders full of female winners, but we'll have mm-hmm. to wait. Yes. So why, why don't we do this next year, 2000, which is famously in the 20th century, and then next week mm-hmm. we'll do the 21st century. Awesome. Okay, fine.
Um, all right, so, all in right. the year 2000. You remember that, right, uh, we, that Conan sketch or Conan, course, as you call yeah. him? Yeah. Loved it. Um, yeah, we got the Subway Series in 2000. The Yankees beat the Mets, but the Yankees mm. were just a pretty ordinary team that year. The Devils win again. Oklahoma the Yankees actually, a- the Yankees, 87 and 74, they sucked. If you remember, they lose like eight straight or something like yeah. that to end the regular yeah. season before yeah, turning it on in the playoffs. Yeah, um, Oklahoma wins the national championship. Uh, Bob Stoops, uh, now I believe the XFL champion, 13-2 in, in what was essentially the national title game against Florida State. Um, that was a really good Oklahoma team. The Ravens beat the Giants 34-7 in the Super Bowl. It's such a weird Ravens team. Really no sort of precedent. Yes, dominant defensively. But um, Tony Banks uh, (laughs) is their starting quarterback in the beginning of the year. And then it's Trent Dilfer in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's Um, another year where the Vikings laid an egg in the NFC Championship game. Others who might have had a more interesting Super Bowl. Yeah. The Lakers just destroy the Pacers. Um, and really everybody Shaq scores, uh, over 700 points in the, in the playoffs. The best year of Shaq's career. Yeah. And, uh, Michigan state beats Florida. Um, so I, I didn't, I, Oklahoma, I gave strong consideration to the Ravens are a pretty unique team, but I think in a different year, they were beatable. Uh, I think they were ultimately a pretty ordinary Super Bowl champion. I have the Lakers here. They were just amazing that year in 2000. Yeah, the, the one of the things that's a little annoying about these Lakers run, which is sort of similar to the Yankees I was just talking about, is when there wasn't a sort of a correlation of their best regular season and best um, playoffs because yeah. you want, kind of want to see both. The Lakers do lose eight playoff games this year, which is not sort of a yeah. It's what playoff. it was. What uh, I was a little bit hesitant. They win sixty seven, but like you say, they yeah. The Portland takes them. Whereas to the, the next game. year is diverse. The next year they go fifteen and one, which is the best uh, playoff record we've ever seen from a team until the Warriors will break it. Um, you know, fifteen years later. But um, I forgot but, Indiana but, took two games. I thought they yeah. Indiana only won. No, that game so goes. Yeah, that series goes to six. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will note the Kansas City Wizards, not their name anymore. The first non-DC team to win the league double in MLS. And the Houston Comets, um, undefeated in the playoffs, third best winning percentage in WWE history as they win their fourth straight of the first four WNBA um, rings. But yes, it, it has to be the Lakers. So By the way, imagine this locker room, okay? Yeah. John Sally. Mm-hmm. Rick Fox. Mm. Derek Fisher. Mm. AC well, Green. Great personalities. Yeah, AC Green is talking about he's a virgin. Glenn Rice is like, I lost my virginia to Sarah Palin. Yeah. Uh, Ron Harper. It's just you a, think he like was bragging everyone. about it at the time? I don't know. Like I had sex with this random girl from Alaska. Random woman in Alaska? Probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah that's a locker room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I maybe in a different year, the Lakers wouldn't get it, but I think they're the strongest team in 2000. Yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here. So next week we'll mm-hmm. come back. We will continue yeah. doing this. And this isn't for... one of these where we're recording the other half now, in, in case you're wondering. It took a while. Yeah. But um, yeah. So but overall, I will note that we did how many years total? We did 18 years total and we only disagreed in five of them. So, yeah, a lot of agreement from Alex and Kiwi here. Awesome. But I, I start to like Thing, sort of the same way with athlete of the year. For some reason, the 80s and 90s were easier for me than the O's, mm-hmm. the aughts, yeah. whatever you want to call this century. Yeah. And so I think we might have more disagreements coming down. Uh, yeah, I think we will. I think we will. All right. All right. We'll see everybody next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
dieses Video sollte eigentlich ein Werbevideo sein. Und dann habe ich mir überlegt, wofür möchte ich eigentlich gerne werben? Ja, eigentlich gerne für meine eigene Geschichte und das, was ich daraus jetzt gelernt habe. Das hätte ich vor 20 Jahren noch nicht machen können. Da war ich noch voller Enthusiasmus und dachte, ja, es reicht gut zu spielen und sich mit der Musikindustrie gut zu stellen, die werden schon was machen. Und ich habe nicht damit gerechnet, dass diese enormen Ethnisierungen irgendwo mir mein ganzes Berufsleben entgegenschlagen werden. Dann dachte ich, das ist eigentlich die Idee, dafür zu werben. Hör nicht drauf, wo jemand herkommt, sondern hör, was jemand macht. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.